Hey, Big Easy Biography listeners. Designing and launching your website shouldn't be a difficult process. With hundreds of different tools and limitations, many web building sites can leave you discouraged or not feeling proud of the digital content that is going to represent your personal brand, your blog, or your business. Landing Lion offers the solution. Landing Lion combines the creativity and efficiency you want when designing a web page, making it easy to consolidate your workflow into one intuitive platform so that you can build journeys, not just websites. Crafting your unique website requires more than editing a basic template. Whether you're a beginner or experienced web designer, Landing Lion's intuitive yet powerful page builder helps you create exactly what you have in mind. Landing Lion is interactive start to finish, allowing you to test your design and understand how to best communicate with your visitors and track anonymous visitors to discover what content is most helpful to your brand. Start your free trial with no time limit and no credit card required. Visit landinglion.com today to get started on building a journey for you or your client. Landing Lion. Craft. Launch. Discover. Hi, everyone. You are listening to Big Easy Biography, a weekly podcast where we uncover a little bit of New Orleans history one story at a time. Join me as we travel to all corners of the city and across 300 years of time, hunting down some of the most interesting details and exciting events. I'm your host, Maggie McGovern, and thanks for listening. guys, I thought it would be fun to do an episode that's a little bit more festive for the holiday season. And as we're starting to prepare for Christmas and we're shopping for our loved ones, I thought a history of the commercial New Orleans icon, Mr. Bingle, would be a good pick for this week because he not only captures the holiday spirit of New Orleans, but he was also an important figure in advertising and in many locals' memories of shopping on Canal Street during the Christmas season while growing up. So please be sure to check out the links to sources and bonus content for this episode on our website, BigEasyBiography.com. And other than that, enjoy the episode and happy holidays! I was walking through Dillard's with my mom recently looking for some Christmas gifts and paused to look at the bins of plush Mr. Bingle toys among the other aisles and displays of Mr. Bingle merchandise. He's a character that I've been able to recognize since I was much younger. 
walking past the giant display every year at Celebration in the Oaks in City Park, and it's because he's such a favorite of my mom's. And after doing my own research into the history of the character, it's easy to see why people in New Orleans of a certain age would be so fond of this cute little flying snowman. Let's go back, not to my parents' childhood, but to the fall of 1947. Emile Aline was the display and front window manager of the flagship Maison Blanche department store on Canal Street in downtown New Orleans. He had decided to make a trip to Chicago to see what the stores on Miracle Mile on Michigan Avenue were preparing for the holiday season. The character Uncle Mistletoe of the store Marshall Field struck him. A store mascot for Maison Blanche sounded promising, but he wanted something even more lovable and whimsical than a Santa Claus-esque character. Aline started on some sketches, and what he came up with was what he called the Snow Doll. Snow Doll was a snowman with legs who stood about a foot and a half tall with an ice cream cone hat, red striped mittens, and wings made of holly leaves. Aline traveled home and showed the sketch to his boss. While he found the concept equally as promising, Snowdoll didn't quite have the ring Isidore Newman, founder of Maison Blanche, thought this character needed. He wanted a name that would share the store's initials, MB. The store actually sponsored a Name the Mascot contest, though it failed to produce a winner. Aline was introduced to local puppeteer Edwin Harmon Eisenstrout, known as Oscar to his friends, and offered him a position at Maison Blanche. He chose a name that would rhyme with Kris Kringle. Thus, Mr. Bingle was born. By 1948, Mr. Bingle was in stores and he was a hit. He didn't just sit as a statue or poster outside of Maison Blanche. Aline went right to bringing him to life. Oscar was Mr. Bingle, and Mr. Bingle was Oscar, Bell, the director of all MB stores in the late 1980s, told journalists. With Ice and Trout on board, they moved on to making a Mr. Bingle doll. He was 15 inches tall and just what Aline had envisioned. Once the prototype was approved, two dolls were made, one to remain at the Canal Street location and one to be driven to suburban stores with Ice and Trout for shows. Eisentrout, known as Oscar to his friends, went on to perform shows as the puppeteer and voice of Mr. Bingle throughout the 1950s. It was unbelievable, Bell said. Quote, I'd go to Oscar's office to talk to him and I'd hear him having a conversation with somebody. I didn't want to disturb them, so I left and came back. He was still having a conversation with Mr. Bingle, doing both voices. His shows could be seen in the window displays while shoppers strolled down Canal Street or in Santa's Village, a holiday section of the third floor toy department that featured visits with Santa Claus and entertainment from Mr. Bingle himself. After his debut, the department store made him larger than life and installed an enormous paper mache Mr. Bingle on the front of the Canal Street store during the holiday season. And it was a tradition for many locals to take a trip downtown to watch the installment. He was 50 feet tall and 35 feet wide, mitten to mitten. He was shipped to New Orleans on a railroad flat car and was described by the Times-Picayune as, quote, 
the largest outdoor display of this sort ever used by a retail store. According to a 1949 story in the Times-Picayune, some shoppers offered to purchase props used in some of the puppet shows for, quote, handsome sums, proving the immediate success of the department store's icon. In 1949, Maison Blanche commissioned a New York company to make plush dolls of Mr. Bingle for purchase. Mr. Bingle moved to television in the 1960s with Maison Blanche. He was featured in 15-minute segments each weekday before the evening news and the store-bought commercial time during the daily morning cartoon shows on WDSU-TV, the city's first television station, whose studio was on Royal Street in the French Quarter. Here enters the iconic theme song that every New Orleanian who was a child during this time remembers. Let's do it. Ready? Jingle, jangle, jingle. Here comes Mr. Bingle. With another message from Chris Kringle. Time to start the Christmas season. Maison Blanche makes Christmas pleasing. Yep, hello for please to see. Mr. Bingle was every child's TV friend, and he made Maison Blanche a favorite every year for holiday shopping. In the 1970s, Maison Blanche began changing hands and going through several ownerships into the 1990s. In 1983, the store attempted to create an Easter character named Mademoiselle Blanche, a bunny with a French accent. She did not catch on and quickly faded out. Mr. Bingle remained a staple, however. Every holiday season, he hung above the entrance to the store. Plush Bingle dolls were squeezed by children on Christmas morning and ice and trout did shows in stores all over the city until his death in 1985. Ice and trout, it should be noted, died penniless and was buried in an unmarked grave in Hebrew Rest Number no. 3 Cemetery in Gentilly. It wasn't until 2004 that the eccentric puppeteer who brought joy to so many children was presented with a headstone from the proceeds of a fiction novel by writer Sean Patrick Doles entitled Saving Mr. Bingle. In 1985, however, the shows ended, but Mr. Bingle lived on in Maison Blanche. In the late 1980s, the store commissioned a large fiberglass statue of Mr. Bingle that was installed annually on the Canal Street storefront. In 1996, the mascot went national for a moment when the company that briefly purchased Maison Blanche Mercantile Stores, until they themselves were also bought by Dillard's in 98, made him a marketing tool in 21 states across 100 stores. He caught on in Memphis, and the department store Lowenstein's adopted Mr. Bingle there, and he still remains a favorite in the city. In 1997, however, Maison Blanche was purchased by the Dillard's department store chain, and Dillard's inherited the rights to the character and everything that came with him, including the statue. Dillard's closed the Canal Street store, which was later sold and renovated. Now that location is the popular Ritz-Carlton Hotel New Orleans. Dillard's chose to put the Mr. Bingle statue in the Lakeside Mall at the D.H. Holmes location rather than a Maison Blanche. Because Mr. Bingle just didn't seem at home in the new location, customers were turned off. D.H. Holmes put the Mr. Bingle statue into storage. 
A character who brought so much joy to New Orleanians for decades sat alone out of the public view in a warehouse. This would be a sad end to the story of Mr. Bingle if it weren't for all of his fans who adored the little snow doll. The volunteer organization of New Orleans City Park, the Friends of City Park, lobbied Dillard's to take Mr. Bingle back from D.H. Holmes and give the statue to the park as a donation. In the 2000s, Celebration in the Oaks, the annual Christmas lights display in City Park, adopted the Mr. Bingle statue. The whimsy and nostalgia of an old New Orleans Christmas found its home at Celebration in the Oaks, and Mr. Bingle added so much to that atmosphere. Ownership was transferred to the park, and Mr. Bingle found a new home, though he was in terrible condition. In 2005, after the devastation of Hurricane Katrina, Mr. Bingle was visited in the warehouse where he was being stored. He had been spared in the storm, though the neighborhood around the warehouses had not. That meant something to the people of New Orleans. At a time when the city was broken and defeated, something like a Mr. Bingle statue wouldn't seem like a priority. But between August and December of that year, the statue was restored and refurbished. Throughout his long career, Mr. Bingle made appearances all over the city, making his way to Tennessee and Florida. He appeared at the 1989 Citrus Bowl in Florida and even made an event at the White House. Mr. Bingle also made frequent visits for decades to the Children's Hospital of New Orleans where he visited children and their families. In a 1984 Times-Picayune article, Eisentrout explained that, quote, the first time we performed with him at Children's Hospital, I placed his hand on the knee of a little boy whose hands were twisted into little claws. That boy slowly straightened one of his hands and laid it down on Mr. Bingle's. That's when I knew what I'd been sent here to do. Emile Aline passed away in 1989, but he left the public with a legacy that goes far beyond his years and remains to be an important character to New Orleans culture and assistant to Santa Claus every Christmas season. Mr. Bingle was and remains to be much more than a marketing ploy. He was a childhood friend to people who grew up in New Orleans. His image conjures up not price tags at Maison Blanche, but warm memories of visiting the window display on Canal Street while meandering in shops, Christmas lights twinkling overhead as streetcars decked with garland and ribbon glide past. He signaled that time of year when families could pause and enjoy one another's company. And for many adults in New Orleans today, Mr. Bingle is an image that evokes nostalgia for their childhoods. But whether as a childhood memory in 1967 at Maison Blanche or as a childhood memory in 2017 at Celebration in the Oaks, the city's favorite little snow doll remains unchanged in the hearts of kids of all generations. I'm Maggie McGovern, and thanks for joining us. Tune in next week to Big Easy Biography to hear about the 1984 World's Fair. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Big Easy Bio, and be sure to rate and review us and subscribe to never miss an episode.